Hello, and welcome to Forefront 360, where we take you all around the topic of the arts and the Christian faith. I'm Nate Mancini. I'm one of the founders of Forefront, and I am joined here today with Forefront Chairman Rich Chrisman. Hello. And Forefront Managing Editor Sean O'Hare. Hey, guys. Forefront Secretary Zach Osinski. Good evening. And we also have Cody Schweiker, who is running our board tonight. And... uh, (laughs) Thank you, Cody. So we are all here tonight hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We are attending a conference here called Jubilee run by the CCO. And uh, we're here to learn uh, a little bit about, you know, what a larger conference looks like, uh, a conference that is all about living out your faith in the, the professions that you're going out into. This conference is, is targeted largely at uh, college students and how they're going to live out their faith and their vocations. Um, but for us, it's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to connect with new people and uh, to just develop some new relationships that can be beneficial to us uh, moving forward and, and figure out new ways that we can serve as forefront in our own community. So that's where we're at. We're attending uh, this conference over this weekend. We just attended the first session of the conference, which is Friday night. And so it is now uh, after 11 p.m. on Friday. We've all had a long day, but it's been a good day. And I thought it'd be fun to just do a quick recap on what we thought of this this first uh, session of Jubilee and what we're looking forward to for the rest of the weekend. So to get us started off, um, what do you guys think of just the overall vibe uh, of the event? So I did not do my homework on Jubilee before coming to it. I just knew that I was coming, and I was you looking forward to your homework on the plane here, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did just submit a paper that speaking. was due eleven hours ago. <laughs> um, College student, there is grace for all of us. <laughs> and so, Jubilee was on my radar in the sense that I knew I was going to it, but that was basically it. Um, so, I have been pleasantly surprised with how so far hospitable the conference has felt you know my comfort zone isn't necessarily big large thousands of people strong conferences but um i think um i felt really welcomed particularly by by andy crouch's i guess you'd call it keynote i don't know yeah um how he, for me personally, took something. So he was, uh, Andy Crouch gave uh, a keynote address on the creation narrative from, from Genesis. Mm-hmm. And one way that he illustrated for the crowd the process of creation was by playing the essentially the chordal structure of the first openings of a Bach prelude in, in C major. And for me, you know, I've had my head down in the throes of a doctorate degree in classical music, and we're very much in the culture of, you know, classical musicians are taught to have very analytical ears. And so when I'm creating music or when I'm listening to it, I'm often doing it with a very critical and analytical ear. And Andy Crouch got up there and kind of made me hear five, seven chords for the first time all over again. And perhaps feel them. <laughs> exactly. Like their effect upon your body or something. And yeah. The integration of your whole person. Right. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was just so touched by how he was able to move me with three chords that I've heard countless times, um, but present them kind of renewed and redeemed and redeemed. Yeah. Yeah, To, to, um, I had a similar experience. I, uh, I did a little bit more homework about what Jubilee would be, but I think that when I was doing that homework and I found out that, uh, this Jubilee 2020 at least was going to be structured around this, um, you know, four part narrative based on scripture. This, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great. which I'll, I'll allow Sean to expand on later, but, but my <laughs> comment is more, more basic at this point, but, um, I knew that tonight would be focused on the idea of creation in some sense. Mm-hmm. And I, having grown up in the church and hearing, reading, experiencing the creation story and sermons around that and debates around that and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. so many times, um, the I, I didn't think that I was going to experience anything new. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, and I know this sounds like a little elitist or something, but knowing that the talk was going to be focused towards college students and being students. that I have already graduated college and I uh, like just, I, I feel like I, I used to be very interested in the topic of, you know, just the, the Genesis one and the debates around that, like theistic evolution versus, you know, a literal biblical narrative and whatever. So I, I've spent crouches playing songs over yeah, here. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and the thing is I was expecting like, if anything, I was expecting, you know, this keynote to either give the most basic flyover of creation, you know, for like, you know, level one listeners, or it was going to delve very deeply into one specific like a claim issue. or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like a, almost like an argumentative speech. Alienate and some it, portion of the room or exactly. most of the room. Or, and I was 100% um, wrong about that. I, yeah. um, I think uh, in particular, Andy Crouch did a, um, just a remarkable job uh, breathing new life i guess into a topic that uh-huh. i have heard a lot of talk about and read a lot of things about and kind of like zach said i think that uh and I'm, I'm sure we'll get more into this but in this you know short speech uh or talk rather he touched upon theology history philosophy science yeah, biology, 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 physics, metaphysics, mm-hmm. astronomy, and also music theory. Yeah, uh, and and I just and and even with all those things being touched upon, it wasn't like this highbrow academic talk that you know would be difficult for a certain group of yeah. the population to enjoy. Um, I think yeah. I said in in the on the way back over to our Airbnb. I think I mentioned that. I think that I, I can't think of any person, you know, age, background, education level that would not have found something great to enjoy in that, in that talk. Yeah. I think a, a piece that sets that apart oftentimes is somebody like um, Andy Crouch might know a lot of things, but the manner in which they share it with you is more of like, hey, here are the things that I know. 
I'm just going to kind of recite them to you or just kind of beat you over the head with them. But I got the sense that he was like, he finds a joy and an excitement in the process of like right. examining those things anew alongside the people that he's speaking to. That was kind yeah, of, right, he's yeah. kind of, was, there's like an infectious, um, joy or excitement that he was right. participating in with us as he's talking about all these different subjects that obviously he's very yeah. educated and in. He was speaking to a room full of, I mean, I don't know, but hundreds of people, I would say. Um, and the yeah. I felt the whole time like his, I mean, his speech was very organized and clearly planned and, and practiced, but it felt so intimate that it felt like he was just organically speaking to us and playing the piano and right. you know and whatnot and uh it felt at times like there were only a handful of us in the room rather than yeah. a couple hundred and i just i really can't say enough how um just really pleasantly surprised i was with the way that this conference opened right yeah um one quick comment that i'll i'll say here I've always, I mean, not that I think this is the only thing that signifies good art to me, but one of the things that I always look for in art is if the forms of that artistic thing that you're dealing with actually, rather than just the raw ideas or the content of the thing, but if the form of the thing also expresses the ideas of the artistic uh, project or whatever. So like an example I like to use, this is a great story called... Um, a short story by Ted Chang called the story of your life. And the main idea of the story is playing with this idea of time and the way that he wrote the story, like m reflects the kinds of ideas he's talking about with the idea of time. So that's always like been like a good example in my mind of, of, of do, being able to do that. And tonight, Andy Crouch was talking about creation and he was creating things on the stage, right? He was creating music mm -hmm. right. and he was like interplaying, uh, the I think it was Psalm 104 with you were saying it's an uh, an older Anglican hymn or something. Yeah, for the beauty of the earth. Yeah, like I don't know if those things are usually played together or not, but they're probably not played together in the way and the context that he's doing it. And he's like making sound c come into existence on the stage rather than just talking about it. It's actually like happening, and you're seeing creation right, right in front of your eyes. I yeah, think that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a high school teacher, and we talk all the time in education about how the best uh the most engaging and the most effective teaching and learning occurs when the teacher and learners co-create something new mm. in the process yeah. and uh this uh talk that Andy Crouch gave could be used as a case study for what good lecture style teaching mm -hmm. should be right because it invited participation that mm. he was in fact encouraging everyone to sing along and giving us direction in how we ought to sing with him and telling us why we ought to sing in a particular way to draw out particular meanings in the words. And then as people followed his instruction, the song got better. And that, that was so exciting to see. And, and Sean, I think what you're saying about um, content and form is interesting too, because even like even if you look at Jubilee as a whole, and we were talking earlier about how it has the creation, fall, redemption, restoration like format to it, and I think that's going to help the conference work better because while the content, of course, is talking about uh, how we live out our faith in in our vocations, 
because it has that form to it and there, there's actually a structure to the conference in that way, I think it's going to help the content come alive um, in, in, in a better way. It's, it's similar to like with a worship service. I think the best worship services are built around the story of the gospel. And so like it actually kind of takes you on a journey of kind of recognizing your sin, confessing your sin, um, and then being brought to Christ and, and seeing that the grace that he offers you, the assurance of pardon and, and the glory that's to come. And like if a worship service takes you through that in its format and its liturgy, then like you end up being so much more worshipful than if a pastor just gets up and tells you the gospel. Mm. You are shown the gospel through the sacrament of the Lord's Supper through the format of the worship service. So and you participate in that. Yeah, as well. and you participate in it. So I think that that happens in a, in a service. I think it's happening, you know, in Jubilee, and it happened in the little little microcosm of Andy Crouch's talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was done with this unabashed childlike wonder hmm. and delight of here's yeah. this chord. Here's how beautiful this chord yeah. is. That's how, yeah. that's here's how, it's how kind of good this before, is. Yeah. 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 One thing I kept thinking about too was I, I was really, uh, I mean, somewhere in the range of envious to just admiring his, <laughs> his own, um, I mean, it was really joy, but I'm going to call it confidence. Like he was, he was authentically telling us what he found interesting about, you know, this chord or, or this, you know, and he was admitting, he was talking about scientific ideas and he was like, you know, I don't know about this. I talked to my wife about this, but isn't this fascinating? You know, here's this, this, this. And I feel like there are so many speakers that I've listened to and myself in, you know, when I try to speak, a lot of times I, you know, you can tell that a speaker is very concerned with like, how is this going to land on the audience? Like, is the audience going to agree with me on this? Are they going to, you know, vibe with me on this, whatever. And he, um, I'm sure he had those things in mind when he planned this speech, but it certainly didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it felt almost like, you know, if nobody in the audience was digging what he was dishing out, he would have been like, whatever, this is what I'm doing. I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Infectious. I think too, there's something to be said for, like we were talking about in, in his song playing, like the joy that comes out and also the way he kind of instructed the audience along with the music, told you why it mattered, why it was important, how to sing it. I love that. And I love it because I think with a conference, there's something different than just a performance. Sometimes conferences can include performances and that's fine. It's like a separate distinct time where we... Exactly. It's, it's a distinct time. Section it off or something. Yeah, it's a time of, of learning. It's a time of understanding and growing. And there's something special about that. And if, so if, if you're like a keynote speaker, the way that Andy Crouch comes in and he doesn't just play a song and say, wasn't that a great song? Let me tell you why it was great. But even while he's playing the song, he's telling you about it and why it works and why it's beautiful. And I think that's something that's so, so important. Um, for for a conference like this, that you actually learn something and you come away with greater artistic appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel like I feel like I I really like appreciate music a little bit more because of this session. That's a beautiful thing. Um, Nate, you were talking a little bit to shift gears here a little bit. 
you were talking before about how oftentimes um, uh, attending a conference like this can feel a little insular, like where yeah. we kind of all come from, like the white Christian, you know, like evangelical world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the sense that I got was, I mean, A, it's obviously a very young crowd, but I saw a decent amount of adults or like young adults. Yeah. Um, but I also got the sense that like what was reflected in the people in the hall was actually like, this is the kingdom of God. People from all sorts right. of backgrounds, culturally, um, racially, and just like from a variety of age demographics and backgrounds and stuff were represented there and all worshiping together, all thinking about and participating in through his talk, the process yeah. of creation. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to just shout out the CCO for that. Yeah. I, I, what a, what a great um, kind of petri dish even right. of like what the yeah. church actually looks like and what the church mm-hmm. is. I mean, down from uh, to the point where like the the worship uh, kind of introductory worship. Um, I'm not super literate in musical styles and whatnot, but even with my small amount of education, I could tell that there was like multiple different cultures represented in you know the music, yeah. and we had and I right. think that there was no. I mean, yeah, we already hit it, but I, I just was really impressed by that increasingly more like as the night progressed, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You had everything from like full out gospel choir to, uh, the kind of guitar worship you might hear at Grove city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an old, yeah. older Anglican hymn. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, Andy Minio. <laughs> 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 yes, and we're looking forward to KB and Propaganda on stage tomorrow night. I wonder if Propaganda will and, remember meeting me. <laughs> and tell us about meeting Propaganda. Uh, you tweet at him. Uh, <laughs> I will be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> uh, I'll make a Twitter account specifically for <laughs> to at Propaganda. Um, no, I saw him and Liz Vice on tour in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. In fall 2018 um and this was uh soon after you interviewed liz vice right yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah they were great zach's got the connections <laughs> so propaganda if you want zach to interview you as well he would be happy to consider that oh my gosh, please <laughs> he'll put uh, you on the docket <laughs> Okay. I, I'm super excited. Tomorrow morning, Jackie yeah. Hill Perry is giving us a talk on uh, the fall. So like the second, yes. uh, you know, part in the four-way chapter. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. 9 a.m. tomorrow. So. What What are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Jackie Hill Perry, anything else? Well, I, I mean, like more broadly, just play a little bit more on this theme of the narrative that's playing out to this this weekend um i'm interested to see how the narrative does play out like how the story yeah. continues to be told because it's being told by different voices mm-hmm. um and the way that it plays out is so like i mean he was talking about context tonight he was talking about like musically and stuff like the uh, major minor chords and all that stuff um though like if if you don't understand creation if you understand the original intent of like why the earth was created and why like God's intent for that, then the fall isn't as tragic perhaps, or it isn't, um, it doesn't hit you in the gut as much as it does. And then when you get to the, the, the parts later on in the story, they don't, they're not as sweet perhaps, 
um, they don't have the sort of weight of glory behind them. Um, so I'm really interested to see how like the narrative plays out. I'm like, I like the bigger picture stuff. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. exciting. How about you, Zach? It's re it's really easy for me to come into weekends like this thinking, okay, what is in this for me? And yeah. what, what am I, I don't know, but it feels refreshing to come into a place and say, I don't really know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but I don't know. The Lord leads us along the right paths for his namesake. You're exactly so. where you need to be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. Um, definitely when we do like forefront events, we, we take a really long time planning them and we kind of go over the sessions over and over in our minds and try to make sure everything's going to go the right way. Um, and so when you get to it, uh, I love it. It's really exciting. It's fun. But um, there's an element of you're kind of anticipating what's next the entire time because I know I have in the back of my mind like the plans that we've made and how they're going to work out. With something like this, I'm volunteering at the event, but I'm not involved in planning the event. And so there's a lot of pressure that's kind of off and I'm able to just come and enjoy it. And like you guys were saying, just to kind of see what comes along and, and just to be able to be affected by that yeah. and to learn from that. And there's, there's just a lot of fun that comes along with that. The process of discovery that happens at events like this, maybe not knowing everything that's going to happen. And I think one piece that maybe we haven't mentioned is just the piece of like connection and relationship. Um, tonight was kind of setting the stage and uh, we did get to meet some people at the beginning, but I'm hoping that there's a lot of connection making tomorrow and being able to just interact with other people who are going through the same experience together. That's part of the fun of weekend conferences, right? Is like, you're all going through an experience together. You're all going on a journey together. Um, and to just get some meet to meet some new people who are involved in the arts um, in their communities, so I'm looking forward to that. It's good to be here with you guys. It's gonna be a good weekend. Yeah, it's nice to be in person Cheers. for a podcast for once. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to our, our recap of, of Friday evening at Jubilee, and I hope you all have a great night. We will talk to you very soon. Until then, keep pursuing authentic faith and excellent art.